Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, bracing for a decision. All eyes on the grand jury in the criminal case against Donald Trump as witnesses take the stand over allegations of hush money payments. The former president says... He'll be arrested tomorrow. We'll have the latest on where the case goes from here. Plus, on-air scare. A meteorologist recovering this morning after suddenly collapsing during a live broadcast. Oh, you know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. Just ahead, how she's feeling and her message for viewers. Then... Coming to America, why a growing number of royal families from all over the world are packing up their bags to move to the States. These are jet-setting, successful families. So, who's making the trip and where are they headed? That story's coming up. And special celebration. Hip, hip, hooray! Bruce Willis's family coming together for a special milestone as his wife speaks out amid the star's battle with dementia. But as much as I do it for myself, I do it for you because I know how much you love my husband. Today, Monday, March 20th, 2023. Starting off the week from Camden, Arkansas, Arkansas. Tim Rock, Florida, Houston, Texas. And welcome to New York Aww. City. Look at all those smiling faces, Hello. girls trips and birthdays and anniversaries. That's a, that's a good Monday crowd. Listen, yeah, it's it spring break time. That's right. It's all around the country. Folks are free for a little bit. We are going to get outside yeah. in just a moment. We've got Chanel with us. We've got Jacob with us with Savannah on assignment today. Hoda enjoying some time off this week. Good to have you back. You know what first day of spring means? What? That? Summer's almost here. There you almost go. Here. Almost <laughs> here. Uh, that's right. We'll have more on the spring for Mr. Roke in just a morning. But let's get right to your news at 8. And the new and unexpected witness is set to testify before grand jury today in the Donald Trump hush money investigation over the weekend. The former president himself predicting he would be arrested as soon as tomorrow. NBC's Garrett Hake is at the district attorney's office here in Manhattan. Garrett, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. And yeah, this courthouse behind me is going to be the center of the political world later today when grand jurors are expected to hear from what could be the final witness in what's been a years-long probe into those alleged hush money payments from Donald Trump going all the way back to 2016. Now, Donald Trump made clear over the weekend he believes this investigation is going to end with his arrest. He said it would come on Tuesday. Now, to be clear, there has been no formal word from the district attorney that any indictment is coming, but law enforcement officials here in New York City have 
I've been planning for that possibility and planning for the possibility that folks could listen to Mr. Trump's call for protests if and when that happens. Now, while we wait for the legal fallout, the political fallout is already happening. We've heard from the Speaker of the House over the weekend calling for folks not to protest any decision that may come out of here. And we've heard from some of Donald Trump's political rivals rallying to his defense, calling any prosecution purely political. Now, about that witness today, Robert Costello is his name. He was a legal advisor to the prosecution's star witness in this case, but he has been called by Donald Trump's attorneys, according to a source directly familiar. We'll be watching very closely to see what comes out of that grand jury room today and what decisions are made in court and on the presidential playing field here as relates to this over the next couple of days. Craig? All right. Garrett Higforce there. Garrett, thank you. Now to some frightening moments for a New York lawmaker and pilot forced to make an emergency landing on a Long Island beach. Take a look at this. New York State Assemblyman Clyde Vanell says he was practicing some maneuvers when suddenly his engine went out. So he had no choice but to land his plane wow. right there on the beach. Jeez. Thankfully, both Vanell and his passenger walked away with only a few cuts and bruises. Out in L.A., a meteorologist is recovering after a frightening on-air moment. She suffered a medical emergency in the middle of a broadcast, leaving her co-anchors and viewers completely stunned. NBC's Emily Akeda is here with that story. Emily, good morning. Jacob, good morning. It was around this time Saturday morning when a local CBS meteorologist, Alyssa Carlson, collapsed on live TV. We're told she's on the mend and she's thanking everyone for their support. A warning to viewers, some of these images may be hard to watch. Let's start off with a check of your next weather. An on-air scare in Los Angeles. She joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, Local CBS meteorologist Alyssa Carlson's eyes appearing to roll back right before she slowly leans forward and then suddenly collapses to the floor. KCAL's co-anchors quickly tossing to commercials after realizing something was very wrong. Oh, you know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. According to the station, the team took immediate action to comfort Alyssa and call 911. 78, immediate dispatch on cars 4200 Radford Avenue. After she was taken to the hospital, Carlson sharing a message of reassurance on Facebook, posting, thanks for all the text calls and well wishes. I'm going to be okay. This isn't the first time she has suffered a health scare during a broadcast. Back in 2014, she got sick while working as the chief meteorologist for NBC's affiliate KGET. All of a sudden, during the newscast, I threw up in the weather center. Carlson later learned she had a leaky heart valve, a diagnosis that inspired her to embrace a healthier lifestyle and advocate for the American Heart Association. And later, after giving birth to her daughter, a miraculous surprise. The stem cells from my baby had started to heal by heart. It's not clear why Carlson fainted in this latest incident, but she told us her heart is fine. She's not the only TV news personality to suffer an on-air medical emergency. Just last year, Julie Chin experienced what was believed to be the beginning of a stroke while anchoring for our Tulsa, Oklahoma affiliate. Launch uh, today at the at the at the event. Um, the event features uh, live. Uh, I'm sorry, something is going on with me. Chin lost partial vision while her hand and arm went numb. She was unable to read the teleprompter, but managed to toss back to her co-workers on live TV. Chin later reflecting on that harrowing incident on today. Of course, I mean, I want to know what caused it. So, you know, maybe we can prevent it from happening again. 
Okay, so the good news is Alyssa Carlson tells us she is out of the hospital and even enjoying some pizza. You can tell she's incredibly grateful for the support of her coworkers and the thoughts and prayers from viewers. She says she is recovering from a head injury suffered in the fall and understandably is not sure when she'll be back on air. But of course, we're rooting for her. Absolutely. A quick say, recovery. Oh, man, so scary, but glad she's okay. Absolutely. Emily, thank, thank you. Thank you, Emily. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, just ahead, Adam Sandler honored overnight with one of the most prestigious awards in all of comedy. Carson's going to have that story and more coming up on Pop Start. But first, Vicky's here to kick off our brand new series, Money Saving Mondays. Hey, good morning, guys. With food costs continuing to rise, how best to preserve your produce from the ideal fridge temps to which fruits you should be hanging? I'll have all the food hacks to help you leave no food behind. That's next right here on Today. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back, 814 now, with our new series, Money Saving Mondays. And we're going to start with your food budget. I like yes. it. I can eat the props. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Prices at the supermarket have increased more than 11% in just a year. So, of course, you want those groceries to last. Here with tips to make our food stay fresh longer, we have NBC senior consumer investigative correspondent, Vicki Wynn. Hey, Vicki. Hello, hello. Good morning. All right. So, let's dig yeah. in here. You say okay. the, the easy thing we can do right now. First of all, check your refrigerators. Yes. What are we looking for? First step. You want to check the fridge temp. Okay. So the USDA oh, the temperature. Okay. 40 degrees is what they recommend, but a lot of food experts say keep it even lower, between 35 and 38 degrees. And how would you know? Well, if you don't have one of those built-in thermometers, you can get one. And what I would say is check it every day and see it in different regions so you know, is it the top of my fridge cooler, is the bottom? But 35 to 38, it will help inhibit the growth of bacteria like salmonella, E. coli, listeria, and it will keep your food fresher. The other thing is make sure your fridge is not too crowded and that it's not too empty because that makes it not as efficient. And the freezer? Freezer is zero degrees. Zero. And one sign there is if you have too much frost buildup, that means your fridge or your freezer is too cold. Really? Yes. And if you keep it too cold, you're going to lose moisture and flavor from your food. So zero degrees is the recommendation. Okay. All right. You have a few tricks to prevent some of the food we have in the fridge from spoiling. Yes. Let's start with greens. Moisture is the enemy of your greens. Oh. That's what causes it to wilt. So after you bring your greens home, you want to store them in an airtight container and just throw a paper towel in there. I do this. This is It really works. Yeah, it and I will admit, longer. like even in the bag salad, you just... Yes. 
stick a paper towel in there. there. Perfect. That's Very good. good. All right, what about mushrooms? Mushrooms. Okay, so they sell them with plastic. You yeah. want to rip that plastic off right away. You can either keep it in a cardboard box or if you want to, keep it in a um Really? Paper bag. This will keep your mushrooms fresh longer. You can actually even keep them out of the fridge if you want in just a cool, dry, dark place. Really? Yes, but don't keep the moisture in. That is what will cause your mushrooms to I was just to say, and I've done that, but and then I won't get plastic, to use so them. It's confusing. They're yeah. like mushy by the time I get to exactly. them. Exactly. All right, last but not least, let's do butter. Yes. Okay, so this is really interesting. If you don't eat your cheese quickly, mm -hmm. you can spread butter on the cut side of the cheese to keep that fresher. And the other key is Whoa. to wrap your cheese in wax paper before you put it into an airtight bag. Look, we're using Ziplocs, but I like to use those resealable, uh, reusable yes, silicone bags. Yes. Those are fine too. The key is just keeping the air out of everything. Is that what the butter does to the, the end The butter of the will just keep the cheese fresher longer on the oh. cut end. Okay. Yeah. So Vic, these are two items that you actually, I, I've never thought about freezing nuts mm -hmm. or herbs, but but you maintain that's a way to make them last longer. Craig, you're going to hear it here first. Yeah. Freeze your nuts. Freeze your nuts. Never would think to do that, but yes, nuts have a very high oil content. They can go rancid within two to four weeks, and they're expensive, so that's the key. You wouldn't think it, but freeze your nuts. <laughs> this may be my last time on TV with you, Craig. Um, the other thing is... <laughs> Chop up your herbs. This is another thing a lot of people don't think about. Fresh herbs are so expensive. Yeah. So you chop them up after you've washed them, patted them dry, chop them up, and pre-portion them. Spread them on a cookie sheet, put them in the freezer, then you can dump them all into a bag. So you've got here parsley, rosemary, sage. It works with frozen all herbs, yeah. frozen nuts. Yeah. Let's come over here. To, so these are items that you maintain that you can actually keep on the counter yes. or somewhere room temperature. Yes, absolutely. So with tomatoes, I never knew this, but if you keep your tomatoes stem side down, that uh -huh. actually helps them ripen in the right way. And Ooh. then the bottoms don't get mushy from the weight of the tomatoes okay. so they don't go bad as long. And also keep them out room temperature, cool, dark place. The only time you put tomatoes in the fridge is after you've cut them and you wrap them in plastic or put them in a container so that you prevent the growth of bacteria. Okay. Okay. And then when it comes to fruit, so check your fruit often. See this like that little pear doesn't guy look here. good. That's a yes. bad looking pear. This will cause everything else to slowly go oh. bad. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yep. You know, fairly. So spoiled fruits can spread? It's Absolutely. Because it's releasing it. all this gas and then I'll spread to everything oh. else. I didn't know this either. So these two, which we always store together, yeah. this will cause onions will cause your potatoes to go bad sooner. So potatoes love apples. Potatoes and apples. Apples will keep your potatoes from growing those like sprouts yeah. in your eyes. That's fine though. That's not, doesn't make them inedible. You just cut them out if you want. They just don't look great. So kind of people freak out, but don't waste your potatoes. You can eat them even after they've You're sprouted. You're blowing our minds, Vicki. Yes, uh, speaking of onions, Vicki, yeah. we appear to have <laughs> onions in a pair of pantyhose. Yes. Okay. So this is a trick that I thought nobody's was just, doing that. Vicky. Like, <laughs> no, no, nobody's doing that. I know because pantyhose is not that cheap actually, but I was going to say, yeah, I don't know about that. If you want your onions to last more months and months and months. People swear by this technique. So you get a pair of pantyhose and you separate them with a knot. With a knot, yeah. This helps to keep them dry. Okay. It helps to keep the air circulating and it helps to keep your onions around <laughs> for a long time. So I don't know where you find the space to do it, but if, if let's say you harvest your own onions. And you there is not a single months, person in America. <laughs> with all that space you have, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> to hang your onions with a pair of pantyhose, you should also be hanging other Listen, things, right? Like bananas? It works. It works. Maybe. Okay, so bananas? Jacob, Craig's freezing his nuts. You're going to hang your bananas, okay? okay? Hanging your bananas it keeps them from bruising. <sighs> and then also, <laughs> ethylene okay. gas is released from the stem. So if you wrap it in plastic, that is going to keep your bananas fresher longer. Vicki, okay? you are an angel. Okay, yeah. so what else do we have here? Some the herbs. other thing you want to hang are your herbs. You can actually hang fresh herbs. Not only do they smell good around your kitchen, yeah. but this will keep them fresh longer because you're giving air circulation you, to so them. So they don't dry out. Yeah, well, actually, they will dry out, but that's okay. Okay, all right, fine. Yeah. 
Uh, and finally, deli meats. Yes. And we've got uh, pieces of raw salmon here. What do we do with oh these? Oh, my gosh. The key with meats is just to remember to keep okay. them max three to five days in an airtight container, whether you get them fresh from the deli or you get them prepackaged. So that is the key. And keep them in the coldest spot in your fridge. And then with fish, one to two days from getting them home, you either use them or freeze those fish fillets. Spread them out on a single layer, pat them dry, and keep them uh, on ice packs if you yeah. can, if your fridge isn't cold enough. Oh, We've learned helpful. a lot. Vicky went with the greatest segment of all time. I so. mean, really? You had a good run here at the Peacock Vet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Over to you, Mr. Roker. Uh, 13-year-olds everywhere are cheering. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, for today, sunny and cool in the eastern half of the country, a morning free freeze, excuse me, down through the south. Plenty of sunshine, Texas, all the way into the plains. Look for some heavy snow back through the Rockies and more wet weather along the west coast. All right. Best time of the morning. Yes, Let's start the week no, off, no, no, my That's going to be hard to beat that pantyhose onion joke. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do Woo. my best. Uh, first up is Adam Sandler. The legendary comedian was honored last night with the Mark Twain Prize for American humor. Adam was celebrated uh, for enter- entertaining audiences for over three decades with hilarious sketches. Adam Sandler's famous friends showed up to celebrate him. Those in the audience included Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, Conan O'Brien, Chris Rock, and David Spade. Awesome. You can catch that full ceremony this Sunday on CNN. Well-deserved. Next up, Bruce Willis. The actor turned 68 over the weekend, and his whole family was there to celebrate. Willis's ex-wife, Demi Moore, shared a sweet video to Instagram, and Bruce was all smiles. Bruce's wife, Emma, marked a bittersweet day just one month after he was diagnosed with dementia, thanking fans for their kind messages, writing on Instagram, my birthday wish for Bruce is that you continue to keep him in your prayers and highest vibrations. Thank you so much for loving and caring for him, too. And we, of course, wish Bruce a very, very happy birthday. Absolutely. Amen. Willis. Yes. That video. Good stuff. Next up, Taylor Swift. Cue the music. The wait is over for all you Swifties out there. She made her highly anticipated return to the stage, kicking off her Eras tour in Glendale, Arizona over the weekend, Mm. a.k.a. Swift City. She performed hits from every era of her 17-year career, of course. Taylor's (laughs) opening night made history, too, with nearly 70,000 in the stadium. It was the most attended concert for a female artist in U.S. history. Taylor took to Instagram to thank her fans, writing, Last night was a rush, counting down the hours till we get to play again. And that will be on Friday when Taylor heads to Las Vegas for stop two on her tour. It's like a small city. Uh, Like over three hours long, 44 songs on the set list. And her opening act was the Super Bowl. Yeah, very, very And those clothes, the outfits, the production, the the whole whole thing. thing. Finally, Ted Lasso, (laughs) stars of the beloved show about soccer, did hit Madison Square Garden here in New York over the weekend for a Knicks game. Jason Sudeikis and his fellow Lasso co-stars were all smiles, cheering on the home team, and also taking part in some classic YMCA karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) And Ted Lasso himself, Jason Sudeikis, even got in on the action, lining up for a three-point shot. Nothing he can't do. Wow, that was impressive. All right, straight ahead, a royal relocation why a growing number of young princesses and princesses from all around the world are packing their bags for America. We'll get to that in just a bit. We are back. It is 8.30 on this, this first day of spring. We got it. Excited, buddy. Man. All right. Well, ahead in the okay. hour, Kate Snow is 
off here this morning with one woman's incredibly rare fertility story and the hope it's giving to others. All right. Plus, how does the vacation sound? Oh, yeah. Yes. Great. I just saw Mark Elwood back there. That means he's got some good deals for you. Uh, you're going to want to book an affordable spring getaway. He'll tell you everything you need to know about great destinations and deals. And then later on in the third hour, we're going to introduce you to a former Wall Street trader now making dough in the kitchen. Uh, That's right. She's turning her passion for cookies into a whole new career. I had some of them. They're kind of yummy. Oh, can you please share? Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Uh, coming up tomorrow, guys, calling all Succession fans. Star Sarah Snook will be here live to tell us what she can about the final season. Okay. First, though, we have a very special guest with us this morning. Coach Tobin Anderson. Come on. Give it up. Hey. Coach Anderson. The man behind that historic upset in the NCAA tournament. His Fairleigh Dickinson team. Stunning Purdue. Just the second time a 16 seeds topped a one seed in NCAA history. Coach, congratulations. Thank Welcome. you so much. Appreciate it. It's been a wild ride. I mean, for folks who aren't familiar with this story, Fairleigh Dickinson over in New Jersey. You guys were 4-22 and last season, by the way. Yep. And before the game on you called it. You said that your team was going to make history. Yeah, I didn't mean to say that in front of the whole, whole nation. It was, supposed to, it was supposed to be a locker room talk, but it kind of got uh, blasted out for the whole country. So we had to, we had to back it up. You know, we had to, we had to uh, represent. So it was it was pretty pretty amazing. You know what else is crazy about this whole thing? Yes. He's giving hope to us height challenge ballers because you guys, on average, I think we're the shortest team. One of them in the tournament? We are the shortest team in America. The Three, shortest team. 363 Division One teams. We are the shortest team in America. Average height, six foot one. Wow. I mean, it's, wow. Incredible, it's incredible. Unbelievable. So what did yeah. your players take away from this whole experience? Because it was pretty amazing. I mean, it's it, nice just, it was just an incredible ride. And the, you know, the last 48 hours have been up. I mean, I'm here, you know, and, <laughs> and our players, there's just been so much going on. And just what a great experience for them. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And that's the beauty of March Madness, a chance for a small school like FDU to go out and play the big boys and upset them. And we made history. We made, we made basketball history. made sports history so just an unbelievable experience for our guys for for us our family and, and FDU what's it mean for the school yeah. I mean, a lot of publicity. The whole arena is chanting after you. Our, our arena is chanting after you. Other arenas are chanting after you. Um, just so much notoriety for the school. And it's a great school. It's a great place. And, and I'm happy we could, we could provide some, some, some entertainment. Like well, Fairleigh Dickinson, head coach Tobin Anderson. I know you're running on about 45 minutes of sleep, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for coming. Congratulations. See you now in the big dance it, next year, too. Say, do it again I'd, next year. I'd love to be back here again next year. That'd be great. So thanks a lot. Let him come and say hi. We'll do it next time for All sure. Right. I appreciate it. Add the team for us. I will do that. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Mr. So, story. spring starts this, this evening. Evening at 526. All right. So, let's see what your spring is going to be like as we start this week off. Plenty of sun in the east, heavy snow in the Great Lakes. I should say the Rockies. By midweek, we're looking at uh, a little bit more wet weather getting into the Ohio Valley. Some sunshine along the east. Above average highs in the plains. Cool and wet out west. And then toward the end of the week, it's going to be wet. Strong storms down through the Mississippi Valley and mountain snows out west. And that is your latest weather. All right. Thank you, Al. Coming up, Molly Hunter is looking into the new wave of royals coming to America. Hi, Molly. Hey, Chanel, that's right. More Royals are coming your direction. We will have the latest transatlantic moves and all those juicy details coming up. All right, but first, this is Today on NBC. And welcome back. So when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle made their move here to the United States, a lot of folks were surprised. But now we're seeing a growing number of royals from other parts of the world following suit. The latest announced over the weekend. NBC's Molly Hunter joins us with details. Hey, Molly, good morning. 
Hey guys, good morning. That's right. So look, ever since Harry and Meghan left the UK, there's something in the water across Europe's uh, royal families. As monarchies across the continent slim down and modernize, there are more and more royals hopping the pond coming your direction. It's a move that would once have been unthinkable. Young royals packing their bags and coming to America. But a new modern day expansion is underway with royalty from Japan to Denmark and, of course, the UK, bucking tradition and making the move. The Danish royal family announcing over the weekend the youngest son of Queen Margareta, Prince Joachim, and his wife, Princess Marie, are set to pack their bags and move to the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., while New York City is now the new home of former Japanese princess Mako Kimura. And now there's even speculation over here that Prince Andrew's youngest daughter, Princess Eugenie, may also be considering a move stateside too. Reports are that she and her husband have been looking for a property in California. You know, she's pregnant with her second child. We've all seen how fantastic life looks for children in California. So who could blame her? An official decision has not been made public, but a new house in the Golden State would make her neighbors with cousins Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, whom she's remained close with even after the couple stepped down as working royals in 2020 and moved to Montecito, blaming intense media scrutiny and a lack of support back home. Experts say these latest royal relocations are also partly the result of a shift in modern monarchies as they look to slim down their courts. Prince Joachim's move comes just months after Queen Margareta stripped her four grandchildren of their royal titles, and Princess Mako gave up her royal status in 2021, all to marry her college sweetheart. Harry and Meghan were not the first royals to move to America. In fact, Princess Madeline of Sweden settled in Florida back in 2018. And before that, Princess Beatrice lived in New York for two years back in 2013. But Harry and Meghan have been able to capitalize on their American lives like no other, launching a podcast, releasing a Netflix docuseries, and Harry writing that revealing memoir all amid a royal family feud. Their new neighbors will likely live slightly less public lives. Joachim will hold a new position under the Ministry of Defense at the Embassy of Denmark, while Mako's husband is registered as a New York City lawyer, and she reportedly volunteers at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. These are jet-setting, successful families. I think lots of people see uh, America as a land of opportunity, and so America seems like the perfect option for a new start. The land of opportunity. Now, of course, the big question on this side of the pond, will Harry and Meghan be coming back this direction for the coronation? We have reached out to everyone for comment. No one can tell us. We'll have to wait and see, guys. Come on out to the land of opportunity. Here we are. <laughs> Molly Hunter, thank you so much. Take all your royals. We'll take all your royals. <laughs> Isn't that right there on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Take true. your royals, Thanks. yeah. All right. Up next, a cancer survivor's journey to starting a family that is giving new hope to other couples. Kate Snow has the remarkable story. But first, this is Today on NBC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. 
Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Back at 843 this morning on Your Health. One woman's journey that's giving hope to others facing breast cancer while also wanting to have children. NBC senior national correspondent Kate Snow joins us with that story. Kate, good morning. Hey, Kate. good morning, Carson. Good morning, guys. For many younger women diagnosed with cancer, the toxic treatment can take away their fertility. But new innovations and increased awareness have given some women the chance to preserve their fertility and build a family even after surviving cancer. Hi. Which one is Nina? This is Nina. Nina. Yeah, she came first. Oh, hi, Nina. And then this, this is, is little Marco. Marco. These days, life is a bit different for Shelly and Robert Batista. They grew from a family of three to five. There we go. But while the Chicago couple's days are now filled with dirty diapers, crying, and lots of laundry, they wouldn't have it any other way. Three years ago, Shelly was diagnosed with an aggressive form of breast cancer and learned she has a genetic mutation that raises her risk for ovarian cancer, too. How frightening is, is all of that? Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> you know, we had a six-month-old baby at home. Um, we felt like we were just starting our life together, and we get this shocking news. Shelly needed to start treatment immediately, but the couple had their hearts set on a big family, and the chemotherapy would destroy her fertility. We were so blessed to have Amelia prior to this breast cancer diagnosis, but, you know, you still have dreams of having more children. Dr. Kara Goldman specializes in fertility preservation at Northwestern Medicine in Chicago. Chemotherapy that is used in young patients with triple negative breast cancer is very toxic to the ovaries. This is a tremendous blow for a young woman who a day prior was healthy and had no medical diagnoses. But Dr. Goldman told the couple there was hope. Before starting chemotherapy, Shelly and Robert could create frozen embryos. We have to do it quickly. We started her fertility preservation journey two days later. She started medications, and two weeks later, she had eight frozen embryos. Shelly had 12 rounds of chemotherapy, a double mastectomy, and had her ovaries and fallopian tubes removed. A year after treatment, she was healthy enough to get pregnant, even without ovaries. The ovaries and the uterus function very independently of each other. So in Shelly's case, because she did not have ovaries producing hormones, we were able to provide her the hormones necessary for pregnancy. The first two tries were unsuccessful. They tried a third embryo. And eight days later, Dr. Goldman called them with the news. Shelly was pregnant. She called me herself personally. We were both ecstatic and crying and yelling. And this... It was just kind of like the cherry on top. It was like, awesome. We're going to have another kid. Shelly's healthy. Like, everything was just, like, behind us at that point. But the surprises weren't over yet. At their first ultrasound, the technician saw something. She was like, oh, there's two of them. And I was like, we both were kind of like, two of what? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and she's like, there's two babies. You didn't implant two embryos. We implanted one embryo and the embryo split. And so they are identical twins. The chance of that happening, just 1%. 
Nine months later, two healthy little girls were born, Margot and Nina, born on the two-year anniversary of Shelly being declared cancer-free. I think it's like the best celebration of Shelly's cancer journey. It's like you've beaten cancer and now here's this extra like love you get on top of it. Oh, hey, hey. It's loud. It's tiring. We have lots of laughs, lots of cries, <laughs> lots of laundry. It's chaotic, but it is, it's perfect. That's it's perfect. Huh? Having a baby after cancer treatment is becoming a lot more common thanks to better technology and awareness. Also, important to note, guys, the Batistas live in one of just a handful of states mm -hmm. that require insurance to cover fertility after cancer. Wow. Uh, most states don't do that. Yeah. So they live in Chicago. They had an Illinois law. This is going to grab the attention mm -hmm. of so many families because yeah, well. there are so many families who are dealing with this exact same challenge. So Up next, spring break season's underway. Easter's around the corner. Our guy Mark Elwood is here. He's going to help you plan and save on that next vacation. But first, this is today on NBC. They are going to make it go on the plaza. We're back now at 8.52 with today's Consumer. And if you need a vacation this spring, folks, we've got you covered. And, yes, there is still time to score some great deals to fantastic destinations. Our guy, travel expert Mark Elwood, good to have you back. Thank you, Craig. So you're telling folks that this would be a good time to head north to Canada, perhaps. I am, and I want to say everything I'm going to talk about yeah. is starts at under 160 bucks a night. So these are all great deals and amazing. And I'm going to send people to Canada okay. because the weather has been nice and cold. And if you want to go skiing, I'm going to send you to Banff. Banff. To Banff. Oh, you've got two great resorts. So let's do. start with Banff. We're going to start with Banff. And we're basically, Banff has great weather right through May because it's so, so high up. But also this month, there's something called Night Rise on Sulphur Mountain, okay. which is a sound and light show. Really beautiful. And you've, of course, look at that skiing. Oh, that does look nice. We've got a great resort there. To, again, remember, we're talking under 160 bucks a night, starting for everyone. Meanwhile, if you've never been to Niagara Falls, now's the time. Have you been? I have. Did it Did it blow your mind? I loved it. I Absolutely think it, loved it. I think it is mind-blowing. Great spot for kids, too. Exactly. And everyone, everyone acknowledges, essentially, you're better off seeing Niagara from the Canadian side mm -hmm. because the development has been more controlled. I'm going to send you to this Hilton Hotel, which was just renovated gorgeous $42 million renovation. You're right there by the Horseshoe Falls, wow. the American Falls. And I'm going to send you on a little zip line around the falls Ooh. so you can get really close. But do take a wet weather jacket because I was caught short and the spray is intense. Let's go from Canada to the Caribbean now. Yes. And the Caribbean is not as expensive as people think. I think people assume if you're flying to a new country, it's going to really break the bank. Yes. Often cheaper than a domestic flight, especially if you go somewhere like the DR okay. to Santo Domingo. Lots of flights to Santo Domingo from many, many gateways. It is the Goldilocks destination this month. What, do you, what do you love so much about it? Everything's just right. Okay. The weather's just right. The hotel is just right. You're seeing here right on the beach and you're near El Malacan, the eight and a half mile sort of adventure playground on the beachfront. Bars, restaurants, walk right to it. Now, I can attest to this next place. Uh, this next place is beauty, St. Lucia. You have been there, right? We were there recently. It's a fantastic island. It is really emphasizing wellness. That's a big trend in travel. And St. Lucia is saying, come to the outdoors here. We've got waterfalls. Yeah. We've got hikes. They've also got sulfur springs, which are naturally heated pools. Apparently, put the mud on yourself for three days running. Purges negative energy. Really? Yes, I'm going tomorrow. Uh, okay. Literally get started. Get okay. Started. 
So, so folks who like to vacation and enjoy some time outdoors as yep. well. What do you have for them? I've got some domestic ideas. Oh. I'm going to send you... Do you know which state has the most dark sky preserves in America? I would guess Utah. It is Utah. Well done. Thank you. And I'm going to send you to the dark sky campground there, just right on the border with Arizona. And dark sky is essentially like LASIK for your night vision. You look up and you think, gosh, the universe is magnificent. And this campground, not like your old campground, great facilities, Wi-Fi, everything you need. And Lake of the Ozarks. And- did you watch Ozark? I did. So, okay, if you love that show, go there. The hotel that inspired that has just been renovated. Oh, you You'll, can go to the actual hotel. You can go to what was the Blue Cat Lodge, Alhona Resort. That's you can good. enjoy the lake. It will be like being in Ozark. And great, uh, great North Woods, New Hampshire? Essentially, northern New Hampshire is rugged and pristine. It's this incredible, untouched backwoods, full of maple trees. It's sugaring season. I'm going to send you to a great hotel in the mountains overlooking Mount Washington. There's an amazing cog railway there. Yeah. You can take a three-and-a-half-mile, three-and-a-half-hour journey around the mountains. That also sounds like a great destination for kids as well. Mark, totally. thank you. You always, you always bring it. Thank you, my friend. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, the music podcast. Podcasts and more to get you in the spirit of spring. First on the third hour, actor and singer Dove Cameron live in studio. All that coming up. Well done, sir. Thank you. And we got you all. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.